Hello everybody, and if you listen carefully, you can probably hear the rain pattering away, although it's more of a, less of a pattern, more of a sort of a thuddy kind of rain at the moment. It's, uh, I would have said pittering. Pittering. That's just like, that goes with pattering, that's sort of mm-hmm. same level in my head. Mm-hmm. But I reckon it's just one up from that, which mm-hmm. is probably not quite thudding. Anyway, welcome to the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast, episode 76, and it's a banger. Let's roll. <laughs> FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that. Visit FetchEveryone.com forward slash podcast to make your contribution to the show. I tried to say that a bit differently then. Did you notice? Mm -hmm. Anyway, hello Katie. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I'm here. Up with the lark this morning. I was up before the lark this morning. Yeah. Um, I was awake before four o'clock and uh, I got up at five o'clock having just felt like I, there was no point lying there anymore. And um, I've done some work. I've done some crochet. I've done walking the dogs. And I've done bringing you a cup of tea so you can go and get our click and collect. And now I'm here. I'm doing this. Hey, well done. Is there a rest in your future? I think there will be. I'm swimming at midday at Box End, and I think I might come back from that, snuggle down into the bed, yeah, and have a little snooze, perhaps. Yeah, might not come out of your dry robe for the rest of the day. <laughs> might not. <laughs> cool. Oh, well, that sounds like a very productive day for you, even though... You'd much rather it started a little bit later. Yes. Anyway, so so that's how today has been. But how's your week been, Katie? It's not been the best week in, in terms of training. I'm just looking at my training log now. And I basically did two miles of running in the entire week. And I did two swims. Um, I did manage four yogas, although two of them were yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so there's nothing like getting your homework done at the last minute. Yeah. Um, I had a strange experience after my swim on Monday. I did a mile in skins at Box End and got very cold. And also my back was stirred up um, a bit and it was just a bit uncomfortable moving for a couple of days. So that kind of put me off doing much. We did a long walk on Wednesday together, about five miles. That was exhausting. It was exhausting. For some reason. And also work has been tough this week. Yeah. Um, I've done quite a few face-to-face appointments. And both days that I did that, I was absolutely shattered at the end of the day. And I don't know whether it's the extra cleaning or just working in the PPE that I'm working in. Or just the mental strain of being back faced with people and trying to solve problems. I don't know, but I have been shattered. Mm. Um, So four yogas, two runs, uh, sorry, one run of two miles. That's it, two miles for the entire week and two swims. Um, But we got our email from Coniston Chill Swim in the week and the email was really great. It was basically saying the event's on this year you can do the event as you were planning to, which is 5.25 miles, or you can drop down to a three mile 
um, route, which I'm, I think what they're going to do is put us into the lake further up and we'll finish at the same spot as the 5.25 oh, okay, milers. that's how they're doing it. I was going yeah. to ask. Yeah, yeah, that's what the instructions say. Um, and within that sort of three mile, you can either choose to just transfer to the three mile and, and not get any refund, mm. or you can transfer to the three mile and get um, 20 pounds as a credit on any of their events next year, or you can have a 20 pound refund if you drop down to three miles, um, or you can defer to next year. So they had lots of options um, really, and I thought that was really great customer service. Um, I decided on the back of that great customer service to drop down to the three and not have a refund or a credit, but to just let them keep the £20. Because um, I'm sure they've had lots of costs and whatnot, and I think yeah. they've tried to be really accommodating. Um, so, yeah, so I thought, right, I've got to get a swim done that makes me feel confident about doing three miles in six, seven weeks' time. So I did mm. two miles on Come Saturday. On and um, got through it fine, very tired at the end, very tired for the rest of the day. Yeah, we were both glad that the cricket was on on uh, Saturday because yeah. uh, I did a 10 mile run whilst you were doing your swim mm. um, and so we both sort of sat like uh, like athletic blancmanges yeah. on, the, on the sofa for the most of the rest of Saturday really. Indeed, um, I felt too tired to crochet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But good to get the two miles done. What I'd like to do now is build on that and in a couple of weeks I'm going to book a double slot at Box End and um try and do two and a half um and see how that feels. And what I want to do with that is actually to try and do it a little bit more continuously. So mm. with the two miles I was stopping every lap, so that's every half a mile. Yeah. And having a little drink of water. Um, and um, I think I'll try and do it in in sort of miles, so doing two laps without stopping yeah. at a time. You must remember to turn off the auto lap on your watch before you do it because... I need to do that before I go today. Yeah, do it, just do it, Katie. Yeah. Okay, I want to yeah. get off that 500 metre auto lap. Yeah. It's annoying. But sing Hazana's little uh, sort of sidebar, um, mm. the Garmin um, import is back up and running again so as of this morning so about i was getting notifications in my um, inbox from about 6 a.m this morning to say that um our various queues on the on the fetch site were starting to fill up with uh, garmin imports coming across and yeah. feeding into all the games and everything so it sounds like garmin are back up and running as well so yeah however they managed crossed. to do that yeah. with their ransomware yeah. Big up to my homies at, at Garmin. Not that I know who any of them are, but anyway, if and in, in the unlikely uh, circumstance that they're listening, well done for sorting yeah, out. Well done, you lot. We missed you. Yeah. Good. What about your week then? Yeah. So ten miler, as I've uh, just sort of explained, uh, that went really well. Um, it was a much flatter one than the one I did um, the previous week because um, it was in Bedford um, and you have to you have to work to find your hills in Bedford um, so yeah it went pretty well I found someone has I don't know what it's connected with but someone has put little stud markers all the way round um, one of our regular big loops um, to mark out a 10k course 
So I was enjoying just pretending that I was doing a really easy version of orienteering where the uh, orienteering markers turn up every every kilometre and they're incredibly visible and don't require any difficult navigation. Yeah. Um, so it's quite a nice sort of looking at all of those. And I am tempted to go out and specifically try and uh, run the, the actual 10K part of it. But that was just part of my my 10-mile loop. Um, the annoying bit perhaps is is when like our main loop is about 7.8 miles um, so then it's finding those little nerdly bits to get you up to the 10 yeah. um, when you're feeling most tired. So I should have done what I would normally do, which is to try and do a bit before yes. I break onto the seven mile loop so that I don't have to think about it. So I know I can just run home from where yeah. I'm used to. Um, so yeah, um, but it was good. I was really happy with it. I was pretty tired for the rest of the day, um, but fair enough. Um, and during the week, I did a couple of fives. The first of my fives um, was a bit more efforty. Um, mm. So I think some of my miles were down in the sort of 8.15 pace. Um, so that was good. That's the first sort of proper bit of, of sort of efforty running I've done for a while. Um, so I'm going to sort of try and do something like that each week, maybe just a little couple of miles within one of my runs where I put in a bit more effort just to test that part of the system out. Um, and the other thing I did, which I was really pleased about, was I came out with you yesterday morning um, when you did your, your two-miler and creaked my way through two miles with you. Mm. Um, and the reason why I was happy with that is that that's the first time in a very long time I've done four runs in one week. Yeah. Um, and you can't do four runs can, uh, you know, on a regular basis without at some point having to sort of do some back-to-back mm. runs. So mm-hmm. even though that the back that goes with the back um, was just a short little one, mm. it sort of broke my duck there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, pleased with that. So That's I good. got about 22 and a bit miles for the week. Yeah. So pretty happy. Um, yeah. That's good. Cool. Well done. Right then, normally at this point we would do um, comments from users. Yeah. Um, uh, users, listeners, I don't know. Listeners. They're, they're both. You're, you're both. Yeah, everybody. fetchies. Yeah, fetchies. People. People. Real people. Um, but we have decided that we're going to try and do Katie's Member of the Month interview. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. So for those of you who don't know anything about Member of the Month, it is pretty much as it says on the tin. It is about picking a member of the month for a month. Um, so people, anybody can nominate someone. So you go to someone's user profile and you look for the nomination link. If it's not there, it's probably because they've won it before. Once you've nominated them, all the nominations get put together in a pot and the, the five people with the most nominations go through to a vote at the starting on the first of the next month. And there's seven days while the voting lasts. And then at the end of the seven days, a winner is declared. And a few months ago, Katie was declared the winner, mm. which means that if she wasn't Katie, she'd be getting a lovely Fitbit Versa. <laughs> um, but she's not getting that because, you know, because favoritism. She's, because she's me. Yeah. But I do, I want to say thank you to the people that nominated me. That was really, really kind. And um, I, I, 
it's always a weird thing. You sort of feel a bit like you don't really deserve it. Um, but it's very kind of people to have nominated me and very kind of people to have voted for me. And um, I'm happy to give this this version of the Member of the Month interview a go and see how we get on with it. Yeah, so if, um, if Snyak is um still listening then um and, and if he's feeling particularly generous i think he's talked about transcribing, um, transcribing it that's his that's mm. his job doing transcribing um so if that all works out then there will be a a sort of written version of, of this interview as well um Lovely. so yeah supercalifragilisticexpialidocious oh. let's get on with it <laughs> sorry Sayak. anyway so let's crack on with some questions then um, Sarah Wu says, it's about time you won this. Congratulations, lovely lady. Three kisses. If you could choose any career apart from being a physiotherapist, what would it be? Thank you very much, Sarah Wu, and kisses back. And you're also a lovely lady. Um, I would probably do something working with animals. I've always slightly regretted that I didn't think about that when I was sort of thinking about a career but I just changed my A-levels to um, physics, maths and social biology which is basically human biology I suppose. Um, Oops, truth telling Katie says, hmm, you know, no, you did not do physics. In fact, you started the year doing physics, maths and French, but you couldn't handle physics and French. So you'd just changed, hadn't you, Katie? You'd just changed to social biology, maths and English. And those were the A-levels you went to the careers advisor with. Hmm. I just changed those and I went to see a careers advisor at my school and I said, what can I do with these? Because I don't really know. And she said, well, you could be a physio or an occupational therapist or a nurse. And I went and looked at those three and I thought, oh, I like the sound of the physio one. So I did that. But um, I really wish I'd sort of thought a little bit more and maybe done um, biology that included um, animals and plants and things as well. And um, done that because I really love the idea of working with any kind of animal at all. I'd like the, I, mm. not necessarily being Except a moths. vet... Not moths, not moths. Um, I don't fancy being a vet, but I like the idea of doing something like marine biology or, uh, yeah, that, that sort of thing. Patting horses, Research. that kind of thing. Patting horses would be a lovely career move. Yeah. That at the moment sounds like bliss. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, Dobbin, have a sugar lump. Brushing. Oh. Brushing. I, I don't like the idea of... Mucking out though, that's the only thing, isn't it? I think that you, comes you work with animals, you have to do the mucking out. So. You have to work your way up until until you get your own mucker outer and then yeah. and then you put mm -hmm. them through hell. Yeah, so there we go, Sarah, we're horse stroking. <laughs> awesome. And one from Hills of Death, Hod. Congratulations, KTB, very well deserves. What running goals do you still have? Oh my goodness, me. Um, I would have to be really honest and say not many, really. Um, I think but if I... Can, sorry, can I just go back and point out what you have achieved already? Okay. All right, so you've got a 45-minute a 10K. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It took me a long time to get past that. Yeah. Um, you've got 141 for half marathon. Yeah. Which I am nowhere near. 
You've got a 2130 for 5k. I wouldn't know these numbers. <laughs> well, I know them because I'd be going, I must beat this time. Right. Um, so you've, you've done a lot of very speedy stuff. So I was really, I, I have to say, I look back on those and think I just don't even know how I did that. But um, I did train really hard back in those days. So that probably gives you the answer to that. Um, probably all of you know that anyway. Um, I think if anything, I would just like to be able to keep my running going and help my body stay fit and strong by continuing to run, um, keep my bones strong. Um, and I'd, I'd like to get back up to a 60% Wava, which I think is, it is doable. I mean, I, I haven't been anywhere near it this year. Um, I'm struggling to, if I, if I try and run faster, I seem to get a niggly back afterwards. So, um, but I'm, I haven't given up on that. I'll keep, I'll keep trying. Um, 60% Wava for 5k, mm. 27, 32. Yeah, I think I can do it. I think it's 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 within me. So, um, running goals: keep fit and healthy, keep running, and if I can do a sixty percent rather for a few distances, that would be cool as well. Yeah. Ten k fifty seven oh seven. Yeah, I mean, I know that doesn't sound like, considering that I've done a forty five, but I'm so far off that pace now. It, it may as well not exist, really. But, um, but thank you, Hod. Thank you for your congratulations and your question. Cool. And King's Home says, Congratulations, Katie. Where did you get your hat from? Which hat, though? Is it uh, the one on my profile picture? I would guess so. Um, okay. In which case, I think that looks like your Christmas pudding hat. It's actually your Christmas pudding My Christmas pudding, pudding hat, yes. It's a Christmas, Christmas pudding hat. hat with a lot of snow and ice on it. Um, so in the background there is uh, my youngest son. And we first did this picture, um, this style of picture with us all snowy and cold and wrapped up um, quite a long time ago. And then we recreated it because I wanted to update it with him being older. Um, so the hat is actually Ian's. I don't know where you got it from. It looks like a Christmas pudding, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it hasn't got the red berry on top anymore, has it? I think that's sadly departed. The bubble has gone. Yeah, it's gone to live on a farm somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and if that's not the hat, we don't know. Then we don't know <laughs> which hat do you mean? Okay, but thank you for your question. Thank you. Helegant says, "Congratulations, Katie, and about time too." What will be, okay, so this one is, the questions were taken in quite a while ago, so this one you can answer in, in retrospect or hindsight or whatever. What will be the first sport-ish thing you will do after lockdown that you haven't been able to do in the last few weeks? I know this one. The thing that I could not wait to get back to was swimming and the lake, and when the lake opened, I was very joyous indeed, and... Um, I believe Heligant is going to be at the lake today at 12. I mm. might be wrong about that. Yeah. Um, so it, let's uh, let's expand on the question a bit because you, you have been able to, to swim. Yeah. What, what next sporty thing up would you like to be able to do as soon as you're able to do so? I'm lucky, I suppose there's not anything that I'm, I'm not, not bothered. I'm not bothered about getting back to the swimming pool. Yeah. I know I should be, but at the moment 
given the circumstances, I don't feel excited about that. Yeah. Where do you stand on sort of like getting to do park run again or are you, have you missed it? I don't, I have missed it. Um, I have missed it. I've missed it as a, as a thing. I've missed being the run director at Bedford and I, I feel like it's sad that it's not there, but I still feel like it's too soon for those kind of things to happen. And the thought of being run director and on the core team discussing it and trying to work out how on earth we'd make all of the aspects of it safe, not just the social distancing, but the tokens and the stopwatches and the whatnot and everything. And I just feel like it's too big. It's too too much. Yeah. So I've missed it. But um, so I think... Yeah, I was really glad to get back to swimming. I feel really lucky that swimming is my, and especially outdoor swimming, is my joy. Um, so, yeah, that. Yeah, cool. RFJ says, wow, well done. Amazing and well-deserved. Over the years, there have been many items and colours of kit in the fetch shop. What is your favourite? Oh, thank you for that question. Um, that's a tricky one. I think I probably, the one that I probably wear the most at the moment is my Avoid Everyone top. Um, now, whether that's because it's the most recent one or whether it's at the top of my running drawer, I don't know. And I quite like the red one that was, I think it was an Is It Made in Prague shirt, but maybe it isn't. But it's like yeah. red... With like yellow piping on the yellow piping, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those are from um, ooh, I would guess about twenty fifteen. I had those done. right. Okay, yeah, time yeah. flies, eh? It does. Um, but they've all been good in their own way. Um, and of course, the original, you know, it's a classic. Yeah. Um, I have got a crop top. Eek! Probably <laughs> would never wear that again. I've still got um one of the original fetch vests but i think it only comes down to my belly button now <laughs> right yeah they were quite short the original ones i yeah. did see um lakes wearing the original fetch cap the black one no yeah. no no the red one the red one was the original one yeah and then so he posted a picture of himself because he's been posting a picture of himself wearing a different hat he's got hundreds of hats loads yeah. of them and he's been wearing a different hat for his walks and he posted the red fetch cap and Elsie too posted a photo with her wearing her black fetch cap. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a while since we've done caps, isn't it? It is. He was saying he needs an updated one. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for the question, yeah, RFJ. Thanks, thanks RFJ. Um, Wes Moores says, Congratulations, Katie. If you could meet anyone, past or present or future, maybe I'm just throwing that in there, <laughs> who would it be and why? Okay, I have a really ridiculous crush on an actress. Um, I really like her films and it's a little bit sad, but I think she's fab. And she's not someone I think that has a lot of kind of publicity about her personal life. And I fancy having a little sit down and chat with her. I mean, it might turn out that she's a really horrible person but uh anyway it's Sandra Bullock I absolutely love her films <laughs> and uh yeah that's a bit of a I know that's a bit of a lightweight answer but there we go that is who I would like to sit and have a chat with and see that's fair enough yeah 
Yeah. Would you like to be like in zero gravity with Sandra Bullock? She quite often does running and, and cycling in her films and things. Yeah. So I reckon we could we could go for a run and have a coffee and cake. Yeah. I think she she eats cake. I'm pretty sure of this. I reckon. Yeah. Um anyway, there's probably a gazillion more interesting people that I could have said, but I'm afraid yeah, you you get to make the choice, yeah. so you you're fully entitled to uh-huh. to ask that. So, yeah. um, oh, can I just also just set a bit of a shout out? I would also happily spend time with the guys from Queer Eye as well. Love that program, um, and they're just feel good people, and I would love to have some time with them too. Yeah, do you think they eat cake? Definitely. Do you think they go yeah. running? I I don't know. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you. That's a very, uh, very stimulating question. <laughs> um, Fal says, hooray, and then some icons that haven't made it through in my copy and paste, <laughs> but I'm assuming that they're jolly ones. Thoroughly deserved, followed by more unknown icons. What is your favourite fetch? Running site connected. I'm not getting that personal. Memory. So your favourite uh, sort of fetcheveryone.com memory. Or... If that's too tricky, top three fetch memories. <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? I think Fal is actually involved in um, some of my favourite fetch memories, and they they revolve around the round Norfolk relay, and um, so that was really the first time that I met up with a lot of fetchies um, in one go. I think. And um, so that was that was great. And then the the years when there were more teams, I remember on one of the years when there were more teams involved, I think Fal and I were running the same leg, uh, leg one. Mm. And I remember sitting on a blanket either the day before or at some point and just having a little chat with her. And is it Sea Cat? Yeah. Yeah. And um, those were just lovely days, sitting on that campsite, lying on blankets, knackered after running trying to revive yourself ready to go and do your support leg or whatever and um just brilliant just brilliant stuff really so i think not very specific because it was there were several years and and all of them were great in their own way so um yeah i would go with the round norfolk relay with the fetch teams especially the years when i mean it was the first year we did it when there was just one team that was really awesome and amazing and just mind-blowing because you know i'd never done anything like it before um but the years when we had more teams there that was that was great so yeah so that awesome yeah some good memories thanks val thanks for making me think about that andy says well done katie the people have spoken i was wondering if you could tell us how fetch everyone has affected your life we all know it's an amazing community and I was hoping you might share some insights of seeing it from backstage, good things and bad things. Oh, well, <laughs> um, let's get the bad things out of the way, shall we? Um, sometimes my husband's quite stressed and um, that can be a bad thing. And it's usually either when there's been, you know, some kind of issue with the site in a technical sense. So the, the, the site server's been a problem or something like that. Or when there's something going on that isn't pleasant within the site. And that, and that can be horrible as well. Um, because, uh, you know, what 
Ian wants more than every anything really for the site is that everyone is welcome and when some people feel not welcome or there's been something unpleasant going on it just isn't nice and um, you know sometimes that happens outside of work hours so Ian's really strict about his work hours um, 9 to five thirty, and he's in the office and he's working and sometimes those episodes of not pleasant things fall outside of those work times and as much as he tries not to look he'll be checking the site quite a lot and waiting for emails back from people and all sorts of things and and that can be the not so great bit of it mm. um but it's far outweighed by um the positive stuff that um fetch everyone has brought me and i'd say one of the most important things is most of my friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my friends are fetchies and they are people that I can 100% rely on and um, including my husband, of course, who's my best friend. Um, also a fetchy. Is also a fetchy, weirdly. Um, but yeah, the, the friends that I've made through the site, uh, not just the ones in Bedford that I see frequently, but other people who... Uh, message me independently of the site and check up on me and look after me so that's the absolute best thing and it far 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 outweighs any kind of negativity at all yeah yeah cool and that do i haven't even started on like training and open water swimming or any of that stuff because i would not have done i'm pretty sure i wouldn't have done any of that if I hadn't been involved in the site. Yeah, so. we, could, we could do a whole podcast just on that one question, couldn't we, I think? But, yeah. But we're not going to do that. Nah. <laughs> hopefully that answers oh, it. Sorry, yeah. hopefully that answers that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I suppose if there are any follow-up questions that come up in the in the podcast thread, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll look at those as well. Yeah. We may not answer them. Um, serendipity says, well-deserved, smiley face. Was there a moment when you suddenly felt like a runner? Yes, yes, yes. You sort of went face then like as though you were... Yes. Yes. Because I um, I basically had an accident skiing and I was not a runner before I had an accident skiing. When I hurt my knee, I had to have um, a ligament reconstructed in my knee, the anterior cruciate ligament. And... Part of my rehab program, I was going to a gym and one of the um, fitness instructors who I still know actually to this day uh, said to me, I think it'd be cool if you could go on the treadmill and do a little run walk, walk program. And it was a 12 minute run walk, two minutes walking to start with and then a minute on, a minute off for the rest of the 12. And um, I did that and... I remember the minutes of running feeling so, so long and the minutes of walking feeling very <laughs> short. And then it was just, um, yeah, just like it was over and done with. And I was like, oh, phew, thank goodness that's done. And I walked away from that and I thought, oh, I'm getting this real kind of buzzy thing going on. And um, anyway, I kept on doing that that little 12 minute thing. And after a few months of rehab, I was getting to the point where I was thinking, I want to do something to mark the fact that I'm back. Because the rehab after ACL reconstruction was, it was about nine months in, in those days, back in the early 2000s. And um, so I decided to do Race for Life, um, 
we'd had a mum at school who'd had breast cancer and uh, there were sort of various other connections in my lives that, that in my lives in my life that made me think well I want to do do that as well so I did race for life which I know is a lot of people's pathway into and I had totally viewed it all the way through as I'm going to train for this I'm going to do it and then that'll be it really I'll you know no worries don't need to worry about running anymore I'll, I'll have done it and I absolutely loved it on the day it was I was very lucky that I got near the front of the the mass participation and I was able to run the entire thing and I finished probably in the top hundred um mm. not because my time was anything special but because back in those days again it was if you ran it and ran it sort of fully and properly that was quite unusual I think anyway so I finished and I got over the the finish line and I just thought no this is not like my underlining my ACL this is this is it I'm going to do this now and that was that excellent ten and a half thousand miles later yeah new time in belt needed but you were here <laughs> yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah no and my knee's still okay Excellent. Yeah. That's really good. Um, R Kaz says, congratulations. If you were to be offered a golden ticket to any sporting event, what would you choose to watch? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah. I would go and watch England play Wales uh, in Six Nations. And I would like it, please, to be the last match of the six, I'm not asking With for much. Both teams tied. <laughs> With both teams, yeah. I mean, that would be high stakes indeed, and one of us would be crying at the end of it. But um, grief. I would love to do that. That would be um, absolutely amazeballs. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So thank you for asking me that. But yeah, there's not many sports that I get passionate about watching. Um, but yeah, rugby. Very much so. Would you dress up with that like that <laughs> that big white top hat that that guy has with the England flag on it? Or no, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, no. Cool. And Happy G says, "How wonderful! Quite right too." He's referring to the fact that you've been chosen as member of the month. <laughs> so many wonderful contributions to fetch everyone, your local community, and just a lovely personage. So. How do you think activity in society could and should be encouraged by government? Oh, and what's your favourite post-race food and drink treat slash recovery? Lots of love, happy G, heart icon. Ooh. Thanks. Um, thanks so much. That's actually quite a, a difficult question. Well, the, the post-race food and drink treat slash recovery is quite an easy one. Um, quite often we'll have a chocolate milk when I'm doing proper long runs. Um, in fact, I should get some chocolate milk for after my swims because I've been really struggling to eat afterwards. So, yeah, thank you for reminding me about that, Happy G. Um, how do I think activity in society could and should be encouraged by the government? Maybe there should be more, because at the moment, I think for people to get into activities that they really enjoy, it can be quite expensive. Um, mm. Because not everyone just wants to, and let's face it, we all say, well, you just stick on a pair of, any old shoes and go running and that's just not the truth of it is it you know you have to buy a pair of shoes that are halfway decent so it that's an expense but not everyone wants to run anyway people want to do other stuff and it would be nice if there was 
maybe some kind of subsidies or something to encourage activity that was a bit more sort of wide variety than you're running and you're swimming and you're getting to a gym people not everyone wants to do that but people do want to be active so I'm thinking it would be nice if there were more clubs that were at you know the government could maybe find some ways of um, subsidising clubs or getting volunteers involved or I mean Parkrunner has been amazing hasn't it but yeah. not everyone's a runner and that's that's a lovely free event that anyone can turn up and do and it's achievable and you can do it at any pace and all of those things but yeah maybe some other things along those lines but yeah i think like the like marked courses around the place um, oh i know but decently marked i mean yeah. the bedford marking is absolutely appalling i'm not i'm not a i'm not a person who's down on bedford i love my my town i love living in bedford but the the markings that they put out for a 5k in in um, Bedford Park, which is where our park run is, or one of our park runs is, I should say, and the markings that they put around the embankment for a, it was something like a 3.8 mile course, wasn't it, around the embankment? Yeah. All the markers are gone. None of them lasted, and they lasted a very few weeks and were yeah. off and were re-glued and then off again. And yeah, so they stuck these discs on the ground, like about the size of a, a 12 inch record. Or about 12 <laughs> inches. Yeah, everybody knows what a record is. Um, anyway, um, so all that's left now are these horrible patches of glue. <laughs> so yeah. run to the patch of glue. I mean, yeah. It's a bit so. of a shame, really. Some Just some nice wooden posts would yeah. have been much better. But I reckon, like, you could have it so, like, you could put QR codes on various different things around town. Things that you couldn't just drive to, jump out of your car, take a picture... Yeah. Done. But like you'd have to go into the woods or you'd have to follow one of the footpaths or something like that. Um, and when you get to it, you take it and then you get 10% off coffee or something. Or So you encourage yeah. people to go to the shops and you encourage people to go and explore the stuff yeah, around them. I suppose what I was trying to think of is other stuff apart from walking or running on your feet. So yeah. I was thinking of, of, you know, like racket sports. I'm personally a hopeless racket sport person. I can't coordinate the thing where you look for the thing that's coming towards you and you hit it with the thing and then you direct it at someone else holding a thing and or not. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not good at those things, but I know lots of people are into that. And that might be something that more people would do if they had a, a route in. Yeah. And if the I don't know how elitist the clubs are or if they're good at encouraging new people in or I know the rowing clubs are pretty good at encouraging people in. Yeah. So I think like I mean there's the, the sports the vouchers for getting your bike mended, um, that I don't know whether or not they're actually available yet. It's like fifty quid voucher that right. is supposedly available to, to do up your bike to make it yeah. roadworthy again because people are trying to take the stress off the public transport system blah 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 yeah. and get people active um but what about if there was some sort of budget that you could each individual person had a a certain budget per year that they were allowed to yeah. like feed into sports clubs yeah. in order to be i mean if there was if every person in bedford got like a hundred quid 
that they could spend with sports clubs, you could imagine that a lot of the sports clubs would very definitely start being uh, yeah. more inclusive then. Yeah. Even if they were, I mean, I've had some rubbish experiences with not feeling good enough. Yes. In part, but um, yeah. Anyway, this is not my interview. It's your interview. No, but I, but yeah, it's good to talk about it because I don't know the answers to that, and I think it would be really nice to have more things available that that don't just involve this, the what we love, which is putting one foot in front of the other. But you know, for some people, it's nice to be active, but there needs to be more of a kind of a specific activity involved in it. And I get your point about the QR codes and things. But if someone wants to go and hit a ball with a racket or... You need a racket and a ball. You need a racket yeah. and a ball. You still need decent footwear. Everyone needs that because, you, you know, unless you've got that right footwear for the court or for the whatever, then you're not going to be allowed to do it. You're not going to be able to do it well. So yeah. it's those sorts of things, really. Yeah, great question. And again, Very another good question. one that wish we could, I could do the... Yeah, I wish I could, wish I could think um, of a better way of in, including people more yeah thank you uh, Mandy Moo says my normal question what is your favourite post run <laughs> snack I think we, we've probably just covered this in the previous one well if I'm if I'm doing a like a really long run or a long swim then I'm my stomach is not in a, the best place and so I perhaps have to treat it in a little bit more of a careful way so that's when the chocolate milk comes in I think but if I'm just post run on any normal day then toast i love yeah. toast toast yeah. and marmalade and if if i had to eat one food for the rest of my life and i was only allowed one food it would be toast and marmalade yeah where so. do you stand on crisps i mean <laughs> i like crisps but i just don't think i could live on them for the rest of my life and i think i know i'd get very bored of toast but yeah. I think I could live on it, genuinely. And some days I do. If crisps were nutritious and, and you know, good for you, I would happily, like, abandon all other foods, pretty much. <laughs> I yeah. don't know about that. Yeah. I think you like other foods too much. I mean, I do too. But, yeah, post-run snack, normal day of the week, toast, coffee, obviously a big glass of water as well. Yeah. yeah done thank cool. you mandy move and cake maybe depending on what day well if we... it's saturday yeah. obviously cake everyone knows that i don't yeah. need to explain that to these fetchies mclennan says how did you get into open water swimming so we can definitely blame uh silver shadow and nightjar for that one because i was basically fannying around saying i want to get into this swimming thing and I kept on saying it I'd really like to go to the lake and swim I'd really like to do that but it was that sort of I really like to do it but it's going on the back burner sort of indefinitely and one Saturday um Silver Shadow just said right then lake this afternoon then or tomorrow or it was just like a really definite right we're doing this and so I went to Box End Lake and wore my old surfing wetsuit so um, my old surfing wetsuit is um it was second hand when i got it and it's um i think it's like a 2xl boys wetsuit or girls maybe but who knows it was always when it was sold to us it was sold as a 
was a boy's wetsuit. But anyway, fitted me fine. Don't know what that says about me. But anyway, that I'm short, mainly. Um, and I wore that. And so no proper gear at all. And um, I think I might have even had to have a swimming hat lent me. I can't remember. Or maybe I had one. But anyway, went and did that. And I just remember that lap of box end feeling huge absolutely mm. huge and swimming underneath the um if it, I, you, no one knows this but around about 400 meters down the, the lake or maybe maybe a little bit less than that there's a big electricity pylon going over it and i remember swimming under those and thinking oh my gosh i'm gonna you know when i'm when we're on the way back i'm gonna look for these and i'm gonna know that we're sort of getting halfway along the lake again and and just feeling on the way back that they looked a very long way away and that the far end of the lake looked a very long way. And I think I stopped a lot and Silver Shadow and Nightjar were very patient with me and sort of stopped and waited while I just kind of, I don't know what I was doing really, acclimatising myself to it. Yeah, well everybody needs a bit of getting used to it, don't they? But, yeah. yeah, getting used to sighting and all of that stuff. But um, I always remember that um, Sylvia had a purple swimming hat, which I think has now disintegrated. And I, I used to call it the purple hat of reassurance or something like that, oh. because it was always sort of just like on the edge of my vision. And if I could see that, I was okay. I was yeah. calm. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I got into it. Awesome. And now you're doing laps and laps and laps and laps. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I was very surprised to get into was the cold water swimming. And that was that was more of a... A kind of weird um, thing where I was trying to hook up someone who doesn't use Facebook with the local swimming group and ended up in correspondence with one of the local swimming group called the Floozies who is very knowledgeable about the Great Ooze and swimming in, in open water generally and he and and somehow I didn't get her to go to the the next swim they were doing but I ended up going to the next swim that they were doing and I went in to Great Barford in my wetsuit on um, like an October day I think and did about 20 minutes um, and was very glad to be there with with people who understood what it was like to be cold after swimming and looked after me and from there I started going into cold water in my just in my swimming suit and not my wetsuit and um, did a whole winter from there of cold water swimming didn't manage it this last winter because of water levels and back and all of that stuff but would like to do that again yeah definitely yeah. cool thank you mark good um, and the next question comes from fenland flyer i think we might have covered this one as well but if you want to expand on it in some direction feel free fenland flyer says so pleased for you and also announced as a last minute birthday gift so that tells you how long ago these questions yeah. were put together. This was sort of May time, wasn't it? So my question is how, when, and why did you start running? So, Yeah, I think I have covered that really, haven't I? I mean, it, it, when I was at school, I was just definitely not a runner. I was not picked for any kind of um, running events. I was I was a defence player on the, on the hockey team um, for a while. Um, but in terms of athletics definitely not chosen for anything I was I was always put down for javelin because no one else wanted to do it and I was really bad at that as well um, and um, I was always in awe of the runners on the track we did cross country but it was probably realistically about a mile to two miles yeah. and um, yeah it, I never really got into my stride I don't think so um, 
No. So I think in school the problem is that there's never any sort of emphasis on just, you know, don't you don't have to try and go as fast as you can, just, you know, in, enjoy it. Yeah. That, that never came across when I was at school. No. Yeah. I was very lucky to go to a school where we had a pool and we had a really good sports hall and we had a, a great gym and we had trampolines and stuff like that. So we were very, very lucky. We had a really um, excellent sort of facilities. And I would prefer to do pretty much the swimming, the trampolining, the gym stuff over and above anything else. So the running and the, and the other stuff. Um, but the only exception to that was hockey, which I really enjoyed being a defence player in hockey. Mm. Um, but yeah, so really the answer to your question is it just happened. I had to, I had to go through the, uh, the agonising um, breaking of a ligament and the operation yeah. in order to find my way to it, really. Yeah. In hindsight, a very wise thing to, to have done, really. Very so, wise. Yes. And final question then, 57 and a half degrees of pain says, does turning a certain round number hold any fears for you? So again, this was before my 50th um, and it it did hold, I was a little bit nervous about it, but actually when you really come to it, you are just a day older than you were when you woke up the day before. Um, I had a really lovely birthday Um weird and not quite the way I thought I'd be celebrating it um but due to lockdown that's how it was and um so I suppose I could start thinking about the next round number um which is in in 10 years time <laughs> plenty of time to, to, <laughs> to think about that about and I guess I guess it is just a more of a feeling of I don't want my body to start failing me um and dealing with the uh the joys of menopause really that are, that are kind of right right in my face at the moment so I suppose um I suppose that's what it's about more than anything isn't it the numbers don't really make any difference if you can keep yourself fit and well and strong and um all of that and look after yourself then that's probably the more important thing than worrying about what the number says easier said than done yeah, it's a great philosophy, though. I don't think mm. I've ever sort of actually put it into those words in my own head. Mm. Um, that would be a massive coincidence if I hadn't. <laughs> it was. Well, that's a, there's, to the very letter, that's yes. exactly how I think. No, that's really good. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Good. Thank so you, everybody. You they were really good questions. Yeah. Excellent. I had to think quite hard for some of them. Some of them were just really nice ones that I could... Just knew straight away and could just, just... yell chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks very much, everybody. Thank um, you. So we are hoping, um, well, I'm hoping to talk to Chunky Wizard at some point soon um, because he's the next member of the month and he seems to be up for doing a chat via um, Zoom or something. So I'll record that. Um, I'll maybe stick it on the YouTube channel as well. Um, and we'll rip the sound off. Uh, sounds painful. Mm. Um, and put that onto into the podcast. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that sort of thing. I mean, it's a bit different because it's me and Katie. So, um, yeah. but if there's a, a third person involved, that would be pretty cool as well. Yeah. 
Um, so how are we doing for time? Have we got any other stuff we want to talk about this week or will we push it all back into next week? Let's push it into next week. Let's push it into next week. The one thing that um, is happening on Wednesday this week is that I am getting together on Zoom with Scribbler and Lindsay and we're going to have uh, a recorded chat about open water swimming. So we're going to talk about various aspects. If there's anything anyone would particularly like us to talk about, then um, please do say. We're going to cover various bits and bobs. Um, we've sort of discussed the idea of talking about the various different bodies of water you can swim in, wearing the different things that you can wear, and at different times of the, the day, night, and seasons. Um, so, and also about events. But if there's something specific that you want to, to know about open water swimming, and you want to try it and you haven't, or anything else then just let me know on the podcast thread or by f-mail or or anything like that Um, talking about like what you wear to to do open water swimming you don't get anywhere near as many fancy dress costumes in um open water swimming events as you do at say the london marathon strange Uh, the guy who did it in the like suit of armor yeah that would be (laughs) quite tricky um but i wanted to mention an open water swimming thing as well Waving my finger in the air. Um, So there's an open water swimming database now of places where you can go and do that open water swimming thing. Um, It's one that we're trying to build up. Um, So if you look for the open water swimming thread on Fetch and look for the About Us section of that thread, um, there's a link through to the map where you can see all the locations that we've added. And if you want to add a location where you can do open water swimming, then please do. The more we get, the merrier, really. I'm just going to have a quick look to see how many spot, how many places we've got already. Um, we've got 157 places on the map where you can go do open water swimming um, and more every day. So come and Excellent. come and join in. I'll try and put a link in the podcast thread as well because that explanation was far too long, really. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so um, cool. what does the week ahead hold for you, Katie? The week ahead, well, I'm going to try and swim a few times, but I'm not going to do a long, long swim this week. I'm going to save it for the week after um, and go for the sort of two and a half, maybe a bit more. Um, sort of length of swim and then I'll feel I think quite confident that I can at least do the distance. Coniston is a whole different kettle of fish I think to uh, Box End. It's a huge 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 kettle. It's a huge kettle. It's a very deep kettle and I think it can get quite a lot choppier than Box End so it'll be be a, a different thing but and colder apparently it really doesn't doesn't get very much warmer like box end is so shallow that it just heats up and cools down with with the weather really but um coniston not so much yeah so uh anyway yeah that's that's my strategy is to focus on the swimming for the next few weeks if i can get some some runs done as well that's great but i was talking to elsie and uh wine legs this morning on on our whatsapp one of our whatsapp many whatsapp groups that we're in together and saying it's really hard to do the training that you want to do, but also do the life stuff that you have to do as well. And and that's the thing at the moment that I'm juggling, is juggling general life and the tiredness that that brings with getting the training done. Um, and it's, it's not easy to fit it in, is it? No, no. 
there's always stuff and, and there's tiredness as well to cope with the more you try and throw in. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I've been enjoying my long runs, so um, maybe another 10, just sort of keep it level for now, but keep pushing them out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Also, um, two or three other runs in the week as well. So one of them a little bit quicker, just for a couple of miles in there somewhere. Um, And quite a few of mine this week are going to be early ones because the boy is... uh, We will be together, so I do my runs while he sleeps. Yes. And then when I'm asleep in the evening, he just prods me in the face of, you know, (laughs) wake up and watch me play this game. Right. Uh, But that's all good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's it. And we will see you next time, Fetchy. So um, we have got some audio contributions, which uh, we'll push back into next week. So we've got Fen and Flyer and Pot Hunter waiting in the wings so um, we'll hopefully get room for them next time Um, so don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to let us know what you thought of the show and we'll see you next time bye